0: Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, to a live distribution of the Alamonte Show. I am your host, Daniel Alamonte Morris. Welcome to another great show. Hopefully, a great show. So, as y'all may know, we are still waiting, including the cowboy groupies out there, on Jason Garrett's firing. I don't know what's in the mind of Jerry Jones. On him waiting. I am currently looking at Twitter. I'm seeing if it's trending or whatever. Only thing I see is trending right now is Jack Del Rio, and the reason why he is trending is because the new Redskins head coach Ron Rivera has hired him as his new DC. For any of y'all who don't know that acronym, is defensive coordinator. And this is saying a lot when I say this, but congrats to the desk. I mean, redskins They got a new head coach. You got to give nothing but props to them because they have not been good for a long time, even with Jay Gruden. And But I really thought that uh, that Callahan was going to get the job. I literally thought that he was going to get the job. But unfortunately, he didn't. And it's it's sad, too, where this man has actually, uh, he actually motivated the team, got them winning, and he had this happen. It's just pretty sad. It's pretty pathetic. But I'm not a Redskins fan. And I'm not part of the front office, but oh well, he is um, I don't know if he's still with the team or what have you. I don't even think he did it officially auditioned for the head coaching job, but who knows, but on that even if he did, I guess he didn't put too much of a great showing for them to hire him, so. Now they got Ron Rivera, which is a pretty good pick, and now they got a defensive coordinator that's pretty damn good himself, and not to mention the next Cowboy player back in the day, which leads to us. But before we get to us, then you got the Giants. I mean, the Giants—they fired their uh, head coach their one-year uh, look at this Pat Shermer, whatever the hell his name is. They got rid of him. I don't know what's been going on with the Giants ever since they got rid of uh, Coughlin. Ever since they got rid of Coughlin, the Giants haven't been right. They haven't been the same. They just can't find the right head coach. And they got all the pieces they need. But... When you try to, when you're mediocre, you go do a lot of mediocre things. Like my cowboys. It's pretty sad. It's pretty pathetic that on New Year's Eve, I'm expecting the freaking cowboys, well, JJ, to fire this man. Why are you. Holding on to this guy. Why are you keeping this man on the team? I know he's a yes man. JJ, we know this. We know that he's your yes man. And you can't find nobody else that's going to just listen to you and don't do any pushback. I get that. But if you want to win championships, if you want to Go deep into the playoffs. 10 years you found out that Jason Garrett is not the guy. You will have to get those coaches where they're gonna be in your face and they're gonna tell you what the deal is. They're gonna tell you things that you don't want to hear that you're gonna to have to hear. You have to let coaches be coaches, and you as a owner/slash general manager. Have to sit your ass up there in that booth and shut the hell up and watch things happen. You're going to have to deal with that now. Dealing with this new breed of coaches coming in, they're not going to sit there and take that mess from you. They're not. And definitely a yes man is not going to win you a championship. The last yes man to win you a championship, JJ, was Barry Switzer. And I did say Jason Garrett was a Barry Switzer 3.0, but at least that Barry Switzer won your championship, but also he won it under a freaking Jimmy Johnson staff. Let's be clear on that. Now I see all these uh cowboy outlets that I follow on Instagram. Sitting there showing pictures of Jason Garrett with his family walking around the stadium after the game and them just prancing around and all that so-called good stuff. And everybody sitting there giving the getting the soft side about him. Everybody sitting there being all sad and like, well, Jason Garrett wasn't a bad head coach. He was just uh You know, you know, he's there with his family. He was a great guy, but he's not a good coach, and we wish him nothing but the best. Won't y'all guys about this whole season was crucifying this man? We're sitting there, fire him, fire him. Now all of a sudden y'all got a soft spot. This is the one thing that I can't stand about people nowadays. Keep that same energy. Keep that same damn energy. If you want this man gone, keep that same energy. I still want the guy gone. And nothing has changed. And it ain't going to change. He could be there sitting there with his grandma. Move the bench in the middle of the damn star of the freaking field and sit there with this whole entire family. I can care less. Family is not going to give me a soft spot when you made us not only just beyond mediocre, you made us a shell of what the Dallas Cowboys is, what they stood for. You made us a shell of ourselves. How in the world I'm going to let you get a pass because you bring your family based probably your last time as a coach for the Dallas Cowboys. And you made us a shell of ourselves for 10 years. You shitted on us for 10 years. But we supposed to have a soft spot because you bring your family out on the field? No. F you. And people out the world where sitting there bringing up records where he do get a good record, get the NFC East and, and all of that stuff. But had that contribute to a freaking Super Bowl. I don't want to bring up the playoffs then, but I'm going to have to in this case. How many times we went to the playoffs, what, three times under him? Three times we came to a playoff? I'm going to have to look that up. How many times we went to the playoffs under his watch? What, three playoff wins, two playoff wins? And now all of a sudden... Majority of Cowboy Nation is, oh, he's not a bad guy. He brought his family out there. Da, da, da Not this guy. Not at all. I'm not going to sit back and throw a pity party for this man. That's the last thing you can get out of Monte. I want his, I want him gone. He shitted on us. Where is all that energy when y'all wanted this man gone? The reason why other fan bases think that the Dallas Cowboys fan base is so soft and so weak is because of this right here. Is because we fall for photos like this. If we have a player that has not been contributing to his team and they've done the same thing that Justin Gary has done, y'all all would be, your hearts would be melting and you forgot all those bad things you call them and wanting them to get kicked off the team and all of that stuff. And y'all just fall for it. Y'all fall for the okie-doke every time. That's why the Dallas Cowboys fan base is looked at as being a laughing stock and we because of this man but y'all fall in love with a picture of his family at a game winning a game that means nothing and games that meant something he finds a way to lose but y'all fall for that crap now all of a sudden he's a good guy a great family man all this and all that. Welcome to the show, James. Why can't we be more like the freaking Packers fan base? I, I'm saying that, yes, I am saying that because my boy James just joined joined the show. Why can't we be more like them? They're passionate. They keep the same damn energy. When Mike McCarthy left that team, guess what? They all were saying good riddance. Goodbye. Catch you later. Thank you for the Super Bowl. But goodbye. They were saying that the whole time. They kept the same marriage. They could care less if he brought his family up in there, up in the stadium and in the museum for the last time. They could care less. You couldn't hold up your end of a bargain as a good head coach to actually help us to get another damn Super Bowl, which made that Super Bowl that we won, the only Super Bowl that I won with the Packers, a fluke. Yes. And I can care less about Jason Garrett, the person, the family man. That's not going to win championships. That's not going to win playoff games. That's not going to help you keep your locker room together. That's not going to help you having, you know, keeping right on the freaking play calling. That's not going to help out. I can care less if you have a braided bunch of kids. Or the Jackson Fiverr kids, I can care simply less. If that's not bringing in the bottom dollar or bringing in Super Bowl championship or at least NFC conference championship wins, you gotta go. But all of a sudden, every Cowboy fan is becoming salties because he's a great family man. F that. I'm keeping the same energy that I had the first when we started losing games we should have won. I'm keeping that same damn energy. I'm keeping it. And I don't know why J.J. is taking so long to hold this man. then I'm going on the freaking I'm looking at YouTube right now. I'm keeping up with the updates as well. That apparently the Cowboys fired all the coaching staff. They fired everybody else. I don't know how true that is. Even if a freaking local news network in Dallas, Fort Worth, is reporting that. I can care simply less. But if it's true, how in the world are you going to fire the whole coaching staff and don't fire the man that hired them in the first place, that recommended them to join his squad? Me being in the Army... All the people, all my soldiers getting tr- getting in trouble, getting Oracle 15s. For y'all in the civilian world, Oracle 15 is basically, you know, the judge dropping down the big felony or misdemeanor. That's the best way I can describe it. And Oracle 15 is like a felony. But I don't get in trouble. But these are my soldiers that I'm supposed to train, supposed to get ready to Build them up of being great leaders because I'm not going to be in the leadership role. I'm not going to be a leader forever because they got to step up. They're going to be leaders and they're going to have soldiers under them that they have to train, guide and mentor. But how in the world do they all get in trouble? And I don't. But I'm their supervisor. It don't make no sense. I mean, I wish I had a freaking boss that look out for me like that. When I fuck up, I could pass it on to the next person. They get in trouble. That'd be a, a great life, don't Would it? Please help me. Help me find that supervisor. Where I could pass on the blame of my fuck ups and they get in trouble. They get the repercussions. I think anybody will, would have that job would love to have a supervisor. Well, a boss like that. Well, I can pass the buck to anybody. I could pass the buck to the freaking water boy for my fuck ups and they get fired. 10 years. And now people want to bring up his, he, he got winning seasons. Okay. What did we get out those winning seasons? What did we get out those winning seasons? Please, somebody help me understand. As my grandfather told me, everyone can be replaced. Sometimes any change is better than sitting back. And this is true. This is true. But for some reason, that's not applying to what's going on in Dallas right now. I don't know why Jerry Jones is playing the sitting game right now. Jason Garrett's contract ends in January 15th of next year. Well, after today, we in the new year. But the 15th of January. So we just going to do a waiting game until his contract is up. Which I got a strong feeling about. It's crazy, and maybe he hopes someone else can. I don't think James will tell you the truth, and I'm not only just talking to James, I'm talking to everybody else. Who wants to hire Jason Garrett? Jason Garrett is not only the Bears sister 3.0 to the Cowboys. Once he leaves the Dallas Cowboys, because he's not going to be coaching next season. He's not going to be coaching at all. He's going to go to a team or, or any team will hire him just because you are guaranteed to at least get an eight and eight season. Period. You are guaranteed to get an eight and eight season. If he ends up in Cleveland, at least Cleveland knows that they're gonna get an eight and eight season. Also they would be hiring him out of desperation as well because Cleveland, they thought this year they was gonna do good when they hired uh what's his name? Um not hired, when they got what's his damn name? Oh, um Odell. They thought and, and I fell for the Okieo too. I thought when they got Odell, I said, watch out for Cleveland. And they utilized that boy wrong. I'm not gonna call him boy, take that back. You that man wrong. I just didn't get why they didn't have more schemes and more plays to implement him to make Cleveland more than what they are. And they have a good quarterback. I do like um, Baker Mayfield. I don't, I don't give a damn what the other mainstream is talking about. Once again, it comes to co- coaching. I didn't know what the hell Freddie Kitchens was trying to do the whole entire time as head coach. Well, you got a dynamic wide receiver as OD, ODJ. And you don't utilize them in your play calling. You use them only for trick plays. Come on, man. Like you, you got to be serious. You you got to, well, you got a dynamic period. Now I'm not taking away for the Rob Sears that Cleveland already had. They had um Callaway. Callaway. He's a monster. But then you got another monster over here that you need to feed, and they never did. So when they fire Freddie Kitchens, if Jason Garrett end up going over there to them, I wouldn't be surprised. But at least they're guaranteed. They are guaranteed to get an 8-8 season with Jason Garrett. Guaranteed. But I know J.J. right now JJ, and for any of y'all know why I'm saying JJ, I'm talking about Jerry Jones because he got a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Jerry Jones is the genius, the businessman. JJ is the freaking general manager. (laughs) JJ. is I believe he's embarrassed right now. I believe he's embarrassed. I mean, when you put your chips on a horse that you're expecting to win, got all the potential of being a big winner, and it comes up short. The first time, okay, you take that hit. But then you keep putting your chips on this horse, and he keeps failing you, keeps failing you. Like the first leg in the lead, and then it starts dwindling back in the pack, dwindling back in the pack. And you keep putting your chips on this horse, and this horse keeps failing you. You're going to probably not show your face anymore when people keep telling you, you need to stop putting your chips on this horse. You need to stop betting on this horse. This horse is losing you money. That's freaking JJ with um, Jason Garrett, hoping hoping and praying that he's finally going to do it for us. He's finally going to win a Super Bowl for us. When we've had these winning seasons, what have we gotten out of it? Yes, just to shut up the freaking Cowboy groupies. That's nice. But you know, the Cowboy groupies, when we eventually lose in the playoffs, they're going to come right after Woodworks and be like, what have you done for the Cowboys lately? You were what we thought you were. The same Cliche that I keep using for the Fegals. They were who we thought they were. And even though they made it and snuck into the freaking playoffs, back door the playoffs, they still what we thought they were. They're still garbage. And even if the Cowboys would have gotten into the playoffs, I still be using that analogy for us. Because I've been saying it, y'all can look back in my past shows. You go to a31ep.com, you can look at the videos. You can go back in my podcast. I said it sucks that we probably gonna backdoor into this freaking playoffs. Either with a nine and seven or an eight and eight record. I'm keeping the same energy, y'all. And all y'all Fegels fans, y'all jumping for joy. We're in the playoffs. I didn't know playoffs can give constellation prizes or participation trophies. Y'all know y'all going to get your ass whooped to the Seahawks. You know that, right? I could give a damn that the Seahawks got to go to Philadelphia. Go to the link, that garbage arena. Y'all literally think that y'all going to beat the Seahawks. I would love to see y'all try to suck Russell Wilson and Marshawn Lynch. Y'all know y'all got a freaking garbage-ass freaking pass defense and rush defense. Period. From outside looking in, it looks like Hart won the division. Hart only gets you so far. And, James, that's exactly what I'm saying. That's half of it. That is half. Ladies and gentlemen, I am speaking the truth here, not facts. The truth. People want to circle around the facts. And make the facts the truth. No, facts is what leads to the truth. The truth is, whoever would have gotten to represent the NFC East is going to be trash. Even with a 9-7 and record. Because I know the Eagles probably going to go back and be like, look, Morris, remember you said that the Giants, they won on a mediocre record of a 9-7? and Okay. I'm not going to step back on that. You're right. But don't try to play it off like y'all were beating your chest and that y'all was strong all th- through the season. Y'all was a mirror image of us. Y'all just won out. I'm a respectable hater. But also, not only do I keep it real, I got to spit the truth. Y'all was just as banged up, ugly wins, terrible losses just like us. Y'all never was on top of the freaking um, NFC East until now, when it mattered. But in the way that y'all did it, I wouldn't be patting myself on the back. Like I was actually uh, talking to, uh, well, I won't say talking to, like I was telling one uh, Fields fan when she was celebrating on Facebook, and I put, one and done, and then she messaged me back. Well, we won the NFC East, though. And then I was like, Well, it's still not a Super Bowl. I mean, you're celebrating like it's a freaking not a Super Bowl for y'all. And then she wrote something about I'm paraphrasing what she said. I can go back in it, but I don't got time to do that. You know what? Let me be fair. I'm going to get this right. I wanna be putting words in people's mouths, you know. I right, here you go her comments right here. So she wrote this back to me, and she said, like, "Still got a chance for another one this season." And then I sent her the uh, uh, what's what's that one movie that Wilford plays where he's an anchorman, where it says we are laughing. I sent that to her, and then she was like, "Yeah." You won't be y'all, won't laughing yesterday. Love to bring up old stuff, typical Fegals fan. And then I wrote to her and I was like, and I said it with the mean of Charlie uh, Murphy in the skit for um, for Prince, where he laughed when he said, I'm bored, let's play basketball. And I put, We'll be laughing with you, we'll be laughing when you lose the first round, laughing my ass off. And then she uh, tagged it with a laughing emoji. So it's, it's nothing but it's nothing but like love and all that stuff, but at the same time, don't be pumping y'all chess like y'all shooing to go deep into the playoffs. Don't do that to yourselves. 2013 Packers won the division eight and seven and one. I knew we were one and done. And but still had hope. I mean, I'm not saying that you should not have hope, but don't pump your chest like. Y'all was dominant all through the season and that y'all are to go far. No. Just no. <laughs> I mean, like I said, once again, us going into the playoffs garbage, I still would have been like, uh, CR's probably gonna put a number on us. It's this it was uh, it's a difference between being delusional and seeing the writing on the wall. And then I know the, the next argument is going to be, oh, well, what happened if they beat the Seahawks? Then all of a sudden, now you think they got a chance? Hell yeah. I'll be surprised. I'll be putting my hands like, on oh, it. Oh, okay, Dallas. All right, cool. All right, we, we won that playoff game. Let's see who, how we do in the divisional. Yes, anybody will be jumping up for joy when you was thinking that you're, y'all going to lose and y'all end up winning. And, I can, and like I say, I'm a respectable hater. So let's say the Eagles find it out of their ass. I mean, out of their way to beat the Seahawks. Yes, they should. Now they should be pumping their chest like, yo, we beat them in the first round. Now we're going to the divisional. Let's see what we can do. And that's a fair assessment. That's a fair assessment. Seattle is the only chance Eagles has to beat teams. Right. Right. On paper, Seattle should win this game. It should win it. But we'll see. Anything can happen in the playoffs, and I will give the Fegels fans that. Well, let's go back on this Jason Garrett thing. So nothing else is coming out of it. Out of this. Nothing at all. But once again, apparently... He fired the staff, everybody. but this is this is really sad and really ridiculous of how this makes us look as an organization, not even as them as an organization, but us as cowboys fans to the to the point of when somebody that shit on your team, Yes, it is a slow torture to have a team with a moniker of America's team and us with the records that we have and the prestige of players and coaches or anybody to wear that star's emblem, either on their jersey, their helmets, wearing their merchandise, their office equipment, or having walking in a facility with that star. Or at least lucky to have an office near the Joneses. And then you do this. It's just, it's just a smear on what you represent. When you strive for perfection. And you don't get it. That you don't even, you barely come close, and you get nothing out of it. But then you waste your time with this joker. When you have the opportunity of, of getting rid of the roadblock, and you do nothing, it's like, come on, folks. Like, come on. How can you do this to this family? Like, how? It's it's just nuts to me. But, I, y'all know I, I, I keep it real on this show. But, I'm going to have to leave y'all with a little bit of music because I got to go to the bathroom. I really do. Hold on, wait a minute. So, I'm going to leave you with some... Um, some music to listen to while I go handle my thing. Well, first I got to wait till this thing uploads. I mean, this is what happens when you drink a whole lot of damn coffee. I'm actually uh here downtown Seattle enjoying my time with my girlfriend. She actually had to go to work which is her job not too far from here. And so, like I say, I need to catch up with y'all. Do some shows with you. But it's, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's a sad day. Like, when I was trying to tell my bellboy that this is a sad day for being a Cowboys fan, this is a sad day. I, I went, like I said, I went through the times where we couldn't even find a head coach, we couldn't even have a winning season. I remember the Dave Campo era. Oh, that was horrible. It, oh, my gosh. And then Bill Parcells came in. And he done his thing. And he really put us back on track. And honestly, if we were to start with Parcells, even though Parcells was conservative for me, he still gave us winning season. I think he gave us one bad season, but still winning, winning. But freaking Jerry Jones, he just don't like that. He just don't like rebellion, period. But I'm going to leave y'all with this little tune while I go handle my business and I'll be right back, let me set this up for y'all. James, I'll be right back. Everybody else I'll be right back. I'm going to let y'all know too much of my business, but like I said, I keep it real on this show. I'm back, y'all. I'm back. Let me turn this down for y'all. I'm back. Whew! That's what happens when you drink a lot of coffee. Um, but let's uh, check out the updates. Let me. I'm gonna refresh my Twitter. I even gonna go on the NFL Network and see what they're reporting. My phone's just been going crazy over here, but it's not with the news that I want, so let's go to the NFL Network. Let's see what they say. I know I should have already had this up, y'all, but this kind of off-the-cuff type of show. This is the last show of today. The last show. Oh, ooh, okay. So, NFL Now is reporting that Jason Garrett has been saying goodbye to all the staff, staff members. Let me see. Jason Garrett meeting with ownership. But he has been saying goodbye to all of the Cowboys staff. So that could be an indication of him leaving. But who knows? Who knows? He should have been gone yesterday. I know people want to look out for their friends. I understand. I get it. You you want to um, you don't want to let them go. You cool with them, but business is business. But then also there's a fine line between business and personal. Because I'm like this. Sometimes in business, when you fuck somebody over, people use that cliche of it's just business a little bit too much, I believe. Not trying to get too much up the tracks. But when you fuck somebody over, that's not business. That's fucking somebody over. When it's business, when you actually sit down, you have a conversation on why shouldn't I fire you? That's that conversation that should be had. My boy just wrote me. So. It's. It's just, it's just one. It's just one of those things where now, now, it's getting too personal. Because I can criticize people who fuck people over and saying that it's just business. Keep harping on that, but then it, when it gets personal, it's when it's a good friend or family member or somebody that's loyal to you, and you know that they fucking up, but you keep giving them chance after chance after chance after chance after chance. After chance. And you know it's hurting your profits, hurting your reputation, and all of that stuff. That's when you gotta be like, you know what? Now I gotta get, it. now I gotta be about business. A list of pros and cons and weighing alternatives. Period. That's it. That is it. And you've seen a perfect example what's going on with the Cowboys. Perfect as Hopefully, my uh, my bell buddy, y'all know um, Branch 87. The Branch Huddle. Don't forget to follow my boy the, at the Branch Huddle on Twitter. Hopefully, he tunes in and he gets to call in and we can talk more thoroughly about this and get a outsider perspective. James, i tell you the truth. I'm going to talk about you for a little bit, James not not getting too much off the subject and all that stuff. But James, I appreciate you for tuning into the show and giving your outside analysis on what's going on with the Cowboys. Thank you so very, very much. I'd like to welcome a new uh listener to the show. Welcome to the show. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you a lot. Um you you do give your unbiased opinions about the show and everything and you know? I And if I haven't sent my appreciations to you, I'm sending it to you right now. Thank you so much for tuning in and staying with the show and commenting and writing in. I appreciate you, James. I appreciate you. I cannot wait. And it will be an honor to finally have you on the show. So we can actually hear your analysis and all that stuff. But now let's go back to more and big, important things. So also, we got a couple of contracts that's going to be up. So let me go to the Dallas Cowboys website, DallasCowboys.com, and let's explore some people that's contracts are up this season and will be on free agency. Dak is one. That's one. Let me see. Amari Cooper. Let me see. Draft class. Okay, I can care less about the draft class. So let's see, uh, active. I don't want to see active. I actually want to see whose contract's going to be up. All right, so we got Randall Cobb. His contract could be, his is going to be up. Amari Cooper, Dak Prescott. But let's talk about the main ones. Um, and then also um, Byron Jones. Lots of people think that that Prescott is going to be the only one that's going to stay with the Cowboys and everybody else is gone. I do not agree with that whatsoever. I believe that that Prescott is through with the Cowboys. I believe that he's going to go. I think wherever Jason Garrett goes, he's going to go because Jason Garrett actually was the one that actually gave him his start, become a starting quarterback. Uh, so why bite the hand that that fed you? So I believe wherever Garrett goes, that is going to fall right behind because that didn't get – he – I believe that did the smart thing. It didn't go in negotiations with the contract, which I believe thoroughly. I don't believe in paying the players right before, you know, the season. I believe paying them during the offseason – because they will put more of that work in. But if you pay him right before the season, like what Zeke did, he did a holdout. Why would you hold out, guy? Why? Why didn't you talk about this in the offseason and then get signed and do your extension? Because players are going to get in, out of their way not to do nothing. Because once they got paid, they're just going to sit back and be like, ah, I got paid, I don't need to do that much. And you start with Zeke. You saw it with Zeke. I don't give a damn what anybody says. The OL didn't perform. La La I get it, but it's plenty of times where Zeke took the game into his own hands and started doing his thing, like he did. He's uh, like he did this past game. Took over the damn game. Where was that all through the week? But when you get paid your money, you get comfortable. He literally got comfortable. The way the season went. Shh. Yes. It's so totally right. And for that to be like, you know what? And in the words of everybody else, he bet on himself. I'm putting in this in quotation. He bet on himself. I mean, which man or woman wouldn't? If you believe that you got the skills like that to get a bigger paycheck with your skills, go on ahead and do it. And that's what that did. I can't blame the man. Who wouldn't? He was like, I I'm not gonna be like freaking Zeke and be, you know, bitching about not getting paid and hold out. No, it's the team first. And that's what fucking Dak did did. There were times where he should have showed up, but he didn't. But then there were times where he just exploded. But the same time I'm criticizing um, freaking Zeke, I'm criticizing fucking Dak too. There were times where Dak just, he just forced himself to do big plays and it just blew up in his face. It, it just blew up in his face. Rather than the freaking plays just try materializing, and then there were times where he should have took the game in his hands, ran the ball for a first down, maybe even for a touchdown. But I believe he did it in a way to impress Jason Garrett and also to save his job. I believe he did all for Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett was turning turning him into a game manager. And that couldn't even do that right. Like it was a time where we could have came back in the game and they going up to the line. No urgency whatsoever. I'm like, yo, get to the line. Get to the line. We become urgent when it's already too late. Where now you want to win the game. It blows my freaking mind. It's sad and it's crazy, but you will not hear it. And right now I'm on the Dallas Cowboys um, website and they got their own little like media thing where they do podcasts and they do shows and all that stuff. And they don't even barely even talk about it. And I understand. When you got somebody's powerful as Jerry Jones, he can end your career just like that. Not only in all through Texas, but maybe even all through the whole United States. That's a lot of power that man has. A lot of damn power. But it's like you have to be real, have to get real. JJ has been a problem with this team for a long periods of time. And yes, the Dallas Cowboys do wrong, they don't always do right. And that's mainly with their fans. We have to understand that. And then for this Cowboys media just to pretend like, oh, it's not nothing. It's a spitting out face as a fan base. Because I can imagine right now, if I were just to click on and tune in to the um, hanging with the boys, because that's one of their shows. I guarantee you they probably just laugh and talk about past games that we won and, you know, even the mistakes and just talking around like it ain't nothing. And majority of the time they blame the players and not blaming the coach, the coaches, and their play calling and their preparations for the games. Like they just gloss over that Hey, you know, maybe it's just the players. And I and I agree with them to understand on the players because it must be nice when you lose games that you should have won, and go home to your million dollar houses, go home to your spouse, your kids, and just lay down in your nice comfy bed. And you just rest it off and you just Wait the next day to practice. It must be nice. Very nice. I just wish myself and everybody else could have that same luxury. But we don't. So, yes, I'm not taking this. What's been going on with the Cowboys from the players? Because, yes, you get paid the big bucks. To go out there, win games. And put this franchise on the map and make the Cowboys a force to be reckoned with. But also, it always goes back to the coaching and the preparation. Which these players weren't getting. At all. And all these other Cowboys fans that are sitting here saying, well, Jason Garrett's not the one throwing the football. He's not the one, you know, making the tackles. He's not the one kicking the field goals. That's the best argument, counter-argument you can come up with. So you're telling me this. So J.J. Garrett's not the one throwing the football. He's not the one catching the football. He's not the one tackling. He's not the one kicking. How in the world can the kicker kick accurate? How in the world can these wide receivers catch the football properly? How in the world can a quarterback know how to be accurate? So the player just basically going with his own skills out there on the field. Then what's the use of all these head coaches? What's the use? What's the use of a head coach? What's the use of a coach? You might as well just have the players out there by themselves and is using their skills on their own. That is the worst and stupid counter argument to defend Jason Garrett and this coaching staff, or maybe Jason Garrett. For these players to be as good as they are, what they need. i wait. No, let me answer it for you. Coaching. That Prescott just didn't come on the Cowboys team and he was an instant success. He didn't instantly get on the field and start throwing touchdowns after touchdowns and running for first downs. Charlie just didn't instantly get on the field and start making over 10 tackles a game and picks Zeke just didn't just get the ball handed to him and he's doing 100 yards a game that's coaching preparations this is why we have a thing called play calling These players just don't go out there on the skills of their own. They have to get coached up for that next team that comes on that field or field that they go to and play. Yes, when you lose close games, it is usually coaching. But also, that's majority of the game, too, to keep a lead or to get back into a game. It all comes down to coaching. Is there a time where players improvise? Yes. I'm not going to sit there and say the players out there are complete robots, and I'm not saying that coaching turned these players into robots. I'm not saying that. But when the play breaks down, hopefully Jason Garrett's being like, well, Dak, you are the quarterback. You are the captain of this offense. I expect you to improvise. I expect you to perform to the best of your ability to get us out this rut, to give us that touchdown, to give us that first down, or to save time on the clock. I expect you to do that. I expect you to improvise when need be. When the plans break down around you, I expect you to step up. And honestly, I have not seen that out of deck. None this season. None. None. Like, he listens to Jason Garrett to the, TV to the point where I think he just don't want to get yelled at, which I don't think he does get yelled at by Jason Garrett when he f up. But I've seen that um, so many times where I'm like, Dad, run for the first down. Dad, scan the field. Dad, why are you taking that fucking sack when well, you got your own fucking linebacker, not linebacker, your own freaking old lineman getting bum-rushed into you? Because of a DM pushing them into you, you don't s- s- just stand right there and just let it let the rush come at you. Step up in the pocket, or at least freaking run. That was a shove of himself this whole season. Period. Because he was trying to impress Jason Garrett the whole entire time. He was doing what Jesse Garrett told him. And he's been, and he was doing it to the team. Can I blame that man? Can I blame him? In the yes and no, there are times where when a coach say, "Look, do this, just do it," but then we are times where there is a play to be had and a play to be made. Execute. No coach is going to get mad with any player if they have to improvise on a play for them to either get a first down, save time on the clock, or a touchdown. Nobody. And if a coach still gets mad, if you get the first down or a freaking save time on the clock, then they're a horrible coach. Just because it didn't go by what the that play call was. When it all broken down and the defense already snuffed it out. But that's our season, y'all. In a nutshell, we have strayed away from what made the Dallas Cowboys the Dallas Cowboys. And we became something that we should not never been mediocre and just something to put on a player or a coach's resume. For them to get another next to get another job somewhere in the NFL. Or maybe work at ESPN. Being with the Cowboys is is like basically just a good recommendation on your resume. That's gonna guarantee you a job. Period. That will give you freaking a freaking commentator's job, a play-by-play or a color color commentary guy on freaking Monday Night Football or CBS Sports or Fox Sports. That's what the Dallas Cowboys has become. Because if you have that on your resume... Or are you just saying that you played on the Cowboys? Your career is made. You can get any job you want to. You can play on any team you want to. You can even win a Super Bowl with another team other than the Cowboys. Just saying that you was a Dallas Cowboy. You are made. Tell me if I'm wrong. For other people who play with teams, other teams that have been with them forever or journeymen through other teams, you have to at least done something real good in your freaking career for you just to get the job or win a Super Bowl with that team just to get a job. But other people that got jobs, I promise you. If they have the resume of them being a cowboy, that's the reason why they got that job. And that's also for the NFL network. Tell me I'm wrong. They have to put some seasons together like at least two maybe at least two, maybe even one good season for them to land a job or won a Super Bowl. But other than that if they are a cowboy or used to be a cowboy, coach with them, play with them. What's in the front office? Who knows? They're going to get that job easily. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me. Even for the freaking like writers, for the cowboy groupies, like the Stephen A. Smiths of the world, Shannon Shark, skip, skip, skip. Or that what's that one? Um Rob Parker. their careers wouldn't be nothing if they didn't talk about the Dallas Cowboys. Dissing them. You realize they rarely have anybody that loves the Cowboys. Only Marcus Spears and um who's that one guy? Uh Snap. Our guy's name, he used to come on first take once in a while for guy's damn name. You realize none of the networks have people that Vouch for the Cowboys, and if they do, they're very weak. And what I mean by weak, they fall into the arguments of all the cowboy groupies that always talk bad about the Cowboys. Like, yeah, you're right, you're right. Like, like Daryl Watson, one of our greatest thinkers we ever had, who just fall into the argument of Stephen A. Smith all the time. And all the rest of the cowboy groupies. I'm happy that we have somebody like Marcus Spears to check them. Like, hold on, wait a minute. Did you say da, 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 da? let me give you the facts? You don't have more though. I just can't figure out the other guy. Will Kane, that's his name. Will Kane. Will Kane is a diehard Cowboys fan, and he goes hard at times. But you don't see too many of them on the show. You don't. But majority of the comments reporters, that's definitely the well-known ones have the Dallas Cowboys. either they well mainly if they hate them, they always have a good job and they always highly paid. Tell me, I'm wrong. C. N. A. Smith wouldn't be the SeaN Smith now if he didn't publicly say, "I hate the Dallas Cowboys." And talk about them constantly. And look stupid as fuck with that black cowboy hat and a cigar that he never ever smokes. I know he never ever smoked a cigar in his life. But he still have a picture with fucking Jerry Jones. If I was fucking Jerry Jones and I hear you talking about my team, first of all, you won't be coming to Dallas. I will find any way in my power to make your life, anytime you come to Dallas, make your life a living hell. I will go pull cool. a lot of strings. So every time you go in the airport, that I make TSA check you all over. Well, what's what's that check? Uh, do a candy search on your ass. Need to be worried. He does have a big name. He does have a big name. Right. That's an Well, Yeah. I can I can agree to that to a point, but the cowboys name definitely if you spit piss shit on that star, you are guaranteed a job you're guaranteed to get paid you're guaranteed to get that fame that you crave and then they think that you're if you don't hear it from me. You don't know sports. Because tell me of anything that Stephen A. Smith, other than football, has he been correct on? Please tell me. This is a man who, who sit there and he just relish in the defeat of the Dallas Cowboys and that we become a shell of ourselves. But you're a Knicks fan. Who has not experienced a win in a long time? Hold on, I'm going to take this real quick, y'all. Hold on, real quick. I'm sorry, Wilson. y'all. I'm sorry. I played the wrong damn thing. The show's not over yet. (laughs) I think this is one of my longest shows in a while. I'm sitting there playing the theme song. I'm sorry. I thought I picked the other song. Sorry. One of my soldiers gave me a call. I forgot where the hell I was at. Uh, But um, other than that, let's check the news. Let's see if we hear anything new. Black, Blackman the hell is Blackman? Let's see. John Blackman. Wow. Big hit on James Blackman. Also, he's Russ. Oh. Oh, I forgot the college games are going on today. Oh, he's from Florida State. He looked like he took a hard hit. Uh, let me find that video. Uh, take that as I don't know what's going on. Okay. Um, I heard nothing yet. I'm going to keep y'all posted. James, once again, I appreciate you, man, for um, tuning into the show and listening. So this is going to be part one. I probably might go live a little bit later if the news come out that Jason Garrett is fired or anything dealing with the Cowboys. I'd like to thank y'all for listening. I have been your host, Donald Monty Morris, for more on the show, go to a31ep.com. Once again, a31ep.com. Being your host down there, Lamoti most Now I'm actually going to play the song because I'm actually ending this show, and I probably might go live live actually video. So I'll keep y'all posted. Y'all have a good one. Goodbye. <laughs>